care for me is synonymous with choice. And so it's like, instead of self-care, what if you just considered it self-choice, right? So I can choose to go to bed early or I can choose to stay up and binge watch my favorite show on Netflix. So trying to release myself from the obligation and the weight that I think the word self-care carries nowadays has been really a really important practice for me. Welcome to the Thriving Mother Podcast, where we talk about ways to redefine our journey in motherhood and honor the ways to embrace our expanded identity. Each season, we feature inspiring women who are industry leaders, practitioners, mother-led business owners, and visionaries who all have one thing in common, supporting modern women in motherhood as they expand, redefine, and embrace their new identity. I'm your host, motherhood mentor, brand and business coach, and founder of Thrive, Casey James. Let's journey together in reshaping how we show up for ourselves in motherhood, in our everyday life, and honor this version of ourselves. Are you ready? Let's get started. In today's episode, I am speaking with the founder of Kunye, Melissa Nkomo. I'm really excited to share this conversation with all of you. Melissa and I have known each other for a couple of years now, and I have very much valued the mission behind what Melissa brings with Kunye Studios and her idea around cultivating your own self-practice. Melissa and I get into the conversations around shifting the wellness paradigm to not only diversify the popular representations of health and healing, but also to empower people to reclaim their well-being. We touch on the concept of self-care and how perhaps this can look more attainable in ways for us to redefine self-care or perhaps name it differently. And I also wanted to talk to Melissa around her own self-growth journey and what that looks like through the core values that she has at Kunye Studio. So without further ado, here is my conversation with Melissa. Melissa, I am so excited to have you on the podcast. Thank you for having me. Melissa, can you share a little bit around what your inspiration was behind creating Kunye? Well, Kunye has had many versions of itself and it's still mm-hmm. evolving. It really, uh, you know, when people say, having birthing a business is similar to birthing a baby and kind of watching it grow. I definitely resonate with that experience. So mm-hmm. originally, Kunye began as a clean beauty skincare line and a holistic skincare business. And my inspiration was wanting to find products that I loved to use on myself. But my motivation was to really honor my mom, who I call my first self-care and wellness guru. My earliest memories around self-care are of watching my mom take care of herself and how diligently 
you know, every night she washed her face and moisturized and just being reminded, like being really, really young of my mom moisturizing my skin. And so for me, it was the ritual around taking care of the physical body that really inspires me. And of course, the motivation when you're young is aesthetic (laughs) to like look good. But as I've gotten older and evolved my own self-care and wellness practices, also realizing that the ritual of taking care of the body is like a gateway to a deeper understanding of yourself. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how Kunye has evolved. And so what started with the skin became something that got a lot deeper and Kunye is now, sorry, that's my dog shaking away in the background. Um, Kunye is now a multidisciplinary wellness agency and we create products and content that are really designed to inspire and encourage mindful living, a slowness to life. We call it slow wellness and ultimately just a coming home to yourself to meet yourself where you are and to, if you want, transform yourself into your highest version of mm. you and why you're here. Mm. Really powerful. I, I just love your philosophy around all of it. It's not just this surfaced mindset around self-care. And mm-hmm. you share that one of Kunye's missions is shifting the wellness paradigm to Mm -hmm. not only diversify the popular representations of health and healing, but also to empower people to reclaim their Mm well-being. So in the work that you do, could you share some of the ways that you are doing this with Kunye? For myself or with my clients? Both. Why don't we start with your clients? Yeah. So to understand the paradigm shifts we're trying to make, we have to first understand what the wellness paradigm is. And classically, I mean, there are tons of different paradigms or narratives put forward in the wellness industry. Unfortunately, they are all really rooted in wealth, whiteness, Mm -hmm. worthiness, or a lack of, I should say, the idea that you know, one way is the ultimate way to be well over another is another thing that always baffled me because we are all so individually unique. The idea that wellness is one size fits all never made sense to me. Mm -hmm. And so the primary shift, myself being a Black woman, is to share wellness from my perspective, from my lived experience in this body and taking care of this body that I'm moving through this experience with. And so how I do that with my clients is inviting a a more embodied approach. So making sure that for my community clients, so I kind of have corporate and community clients. So community clients being someone like myself or you or people in the community on Instagram is to say, you know, ask yourself where you learned everything that you knew about what it means to be well. And if the majority of your information has come from a company or a brand trying to sell you something, then I invite you to maybe question what you know about that. Um, So from the supplements that you're taking to the foods that you're eating to the products that you incorporate into your practice, you know, these are all things we believe will help us be well. And yet we know, especially given 
the circumstances of a pandemic that we're facing, you know, one of the worst mental health crises in modern history. We're facing physical health crises. You know, all of these things are still popping up. So for me, shifting the paradigm, reclaiming your wellness is about unplugging, (laughs) unplugging from this paradigm and making the shifts that make the most sense for you in your unique body. That's step one. It's like reclaim it back to your own sovereign body, your own sovereign practice, I think is a really, really important step. So what I try to do with Kunye is take the ancient wisdom and the modern science and give the information so that you can make an informed decision on what works best for you. I'm not here to tell you that, you know, veganism is the answer or that you should only use clean body products. I think that there is no such thing as sort of a black and white fix. I think life is lived a lot in a gray area and your health and well wellness is no different. Yeah. And so it might be a mixture. What works for some might not work for all, might not work might not work for many, but if it works for you then you know you're on the right path. If it's in alignment for you, then you're on the right path. And so that's how I kind of try to guide my clients towards reclaim your well-being. And that just means be in charge and know what feels in alignment for you versus things you're just doing because you think you should. And there's a, there's a huge energetic shift that happens when you start to honor what it is that you truly need versus what it is that you think you need. That's really big. It's about reclaiming. It's around redefining what wellness looks like to you. And it comes Mm -hmm. back to yourself. So kind of shifting a bit for the motherhood community, there's this word that goes around Mm self-care, where there's a idea around self-care being, you know, it's all just around bubble baths or like that's like kind of the quick fix. And I think that there's a misunderstanding around the term self-care to some Mm -hmm. degree. And you talk a lot, the idea of slow wellness. I would love for you to talk a little bit around your philosophy around self-care. I mean, this doesn't necessarily have to be just for the motherhood community, but just for the community in general and around what self-care is and how would you define that? Mm. You're asking me this question at a very interesting time because I'm sort of in the process of trying to eliminate that word from my vocabulary and from sort of Cunier's website and marketing material because I think, as I'm I'm sure you and I have talked about many times before, I, I just think that word is so steeped in so many different meanings and interpretations that it has sort of lost its luster a little bit and it's lost its clarity. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it really is about the self. Mm-hmm. The care portion of it is the daily practice. And so care for me is synonymous with choice. And so it's like instead of self-care, what if you just considered it self-choice? From, t- from moment to moment, right? So, 
You know, I can choose to go to bed early or I can choose to stay up and binge watch my favorite show on Netflix. I can choose to get outside, move my body. I can choose to take a nap. I can choose to eat something healthy and nourishing for my body. I can choose to eat something sweet and comforting and nourishing in a different way for my body. So trying to release myself from the obligation and the weight that I think the word self-care carries nowadays has been really a really important practice for me because I do find the shame and the guilt that comes around not doing self-care quote unquote properly is really challenging. And I hear that sentiment from a lot of people. It's like, well, if self-care is bubble baths and you know, indulging in these like restful, blissful practices, but I have three kids and no time and a business and a partner, you know, I am just not going to take care of myself. Well, no, maybe I, like I said, choose different foods or spend my time differently or scheduling quality time with friends. So I think setting ourselves free from, again, another paradigm, this word self-care is one of the most kind of healing things I've done I've done for myself. And so I'm not worried about packing in self-care into my busy schedule. I know self-choice is something that I'm doing from the moment I wake up to the moment that I go to bed. Mhm. And it's about reframing it all again. It's shifting your expectations. Yes. Um, completely. Yes. And you talk a lot about self-growth and self-discovery in the work that you do mm-hmm. with Kanye. You talk about the inner, outer, and higher self. Mm-hmm. Could you share more about those areas, those three areas, and why you believe they're so valuable to one's growth journey? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, your listeners won't know, but you and I were have been connected before this podcast, and we were talking about in the wonderful reading you did, the I selves reading about how there are various versions of ourselves or aspects of ourselves. And I think, I just think that is so, 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 so true beyond the titles that we hold and the labels that we place on ourselves. There are different parts, different compartments, corners, however you want to you want to focus it. And so I choose to use the language of the inner, outer, and the higher aspects of ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so to break it down, let's start with the outer self. And the outer self is the physical body. It is your skin, but it's also how you move through your life, uh, how you identify, not just in terms of gender roles, but are you a mother? Are you a business owner? How would people um, categorize you, essentially, your personality traits? These are all how we present and move through the world. This is our outer self. Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that can be a bit of a mixture. There's a bit of a bridge, right? So it's not ever just one thing, but Part of our outer self is also how we relate to ourselves, how we feel in our skin, how we carry ourselves, and um, yeah, how we move through our life essentially. And then to dive even deeper, we move to the inner self. And for me, the inner self is not just the physiological inner workings of our body, um, which actually are tied more to the outer self when we speak about it at Kunye. The inner self links directly to our nervous system 
our inner being, our inner voice. So that little voice of doubt, of fear, of shame, but also the voice that's cheering us on would be related to the inner self, uh, the central nervous system, which is directly linked to how feelings are communicated throughout our body, um, the sensorial experience we have in our body. So how we relate to our feelings, how we feel our feelings, all of this is the inner workings of ourselves. So um, if anyone meditates and you sit down in silence and it's like, whoa, there's so many thoughts bouncing around. There's this voice in my head, the voice of doubt, the voice of reason. There's my intuitive sense. All of this would qualify under the inner self at Kunye. And we love to dive and explore and meet these parts of ourselves um, often, daily, through practices like meditation and mindful movement. And then the higher self, some people like to think of it as like this ethereal being outside of ourselves or a really, really deep inner being, inner sense of ourselves. Um, sometimes I use the word... Um, aura or spirit or soul, but essentially it is the parts of ourselves we cannot see, but that we are here to fully express. It's the part of ourselves that drives what feels really good for us in our life, what feels really in alignment. That is the higher self communicating to you. And my favorite thing about the higher self is that it is never here to lead you astray. We might disconnect from our body. We might have trouble processing certain feelings, but the higher self is always the highest frequency, most loving, most kind, most compassionate version of ourselves possible. And it always leads us in that direction. So it can be through your purpose, whether it's at work or at home. It can be through your communication, through your relationships, um, how you show up in those spaces, but more importantly, how you feel in your existence in those spaces? Does it feel in alignment? Am I in the right place? Do I belong here? Am I seen? Am I valued? All of those things resonate from the higher self. Wow. I love the breakdown that you have and, you know, your vision around it and just the wisdom that you have. It's it's really beautiful. Yeah. I mean, life is complex. The human experience is complex. I think we tend to oversimplify certain things because we rely so heavily on our intellect. But the body is a complex system. Navigating life is a complex journey. So yeah, it can be complicated. But at the same time, I would say you don't have to tackle all things at once. You don't mm -hmm. have to tackle everything at the same time. Mm -hmm. So like I said at the top of my about my story, like I started in skincare because I wanted to have healthy, beautiful skin. Yeah. And then I had to go through a personal transformation of learning to love my skin, love being in my skin, not just to take care of it, but to truly understand my skin. That meant diving into how I feel about myself and my body. That meant healing ancestral trauma. That meant doing these deep dives, but all of it literally started with some shea butter, <laughs> you know? So it can be as simple or as complicated as you want it to be. And I've been on this path for a really long time that I appreciate the complexities, but I also appreciate that it can be overwhelming. So if it 
is the outer self that you need to focus on right now, then focus on your outer self. If you need to get clear on your purpose, on why you're here and you're ready to dive into that work, then focus on that. If you want to understand why you feel the way you feel, you want to understand why your hips are tight, why you have lower back pain, great. Journey through the inner body, journey through movement, journey through meditation, but you don't have to do all of those things at once. And each of those things in my experience, no matter where you begin, will be a gateway to go deeper. Mm-hmm. Like once you start, the more you know about yourself, the better you feel about yourself, you want more of that, right? And that's what mm-hmm. higher self leads you to. It leads you to that self-mastery and the freedom to just be who you are in in your entirety. It's liberating and it feels good. And that's the ultimate self-healing and wellness, yeah. well-being. To be comfortable yeah. in the skin that you're in and happy with who you are. Yeah, absolutely. And it also teaches you that when you're in any form of, you know, when you're in any challenging times of your life, it just builds that really strong foundation up. Mm-hmm. And you can come back to those. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, within your own life, your body within and your, your life. life. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what has surprised you the most about yourself so far in your self-growth journey? Oh my goodness. (laughs) (laughs) To be honest, I'm surprised every single day. I think in this moment, as that question lands, I am most surprised, but not because I understand the research. (laughs) But now that it's showing up for me in my life, I'm most surprised at mine and mirroring that every human being's capacity for for change, changing our minds, mm. changing our mindsets, changing our bodies, changing our life. I think I have been humbled and so grateful to experience change, to witness change, to see how quickly things can change um, and how much control we have over that. So yeah, I think what has surprised me most or what is currently surprising me most is just how much I have changed and I have changed in the direction that I want to move. How much of that change has actually been self-propelled and up to me because older versions of myself, I don't think really believed that. Mm-hmm. I think I was one of those people that said, you know, oh, some people never change. You know, I just don't think that's a sentence I would I would use moving forward in my life, given everything that I've experienced. Hmm. So yeah, I'm most surprised at at my capacity for change. Hmm. That's beautiful. Melissa, thank you so much for joining me today and sharing your wisdom. Really, truly, you have a strong, amazing vision for Kunye, and I am so excited to see where all of it's going to continue to grow and evolve in. Thank you. Thanks for having me. And can you share where anyone can find you if they were curious to learn more about Kunye and and yourself? Yeah. So uh, I always invite everyone to join the community on Instagram. It's Kunye, K-U-N-Y-E dot co, C-O. Um, you can also find 
uh, our products and our membership. We're online at kunye, K-U-N-Y-E dot C-O. Um, the membership is a library of mindfulness practices, meditation, movement practices um, that is going to continuously expand and evolve, and evolve rather into the new year. And then we have a small product collection that will also be expanding next year. But yeah, I don't know when this episode will air, but in time for holiday, picking up some self-care, self-ritual tools, I guess you could say, in the shop online. So you can find us at Instagram, find us online, and um, yeah, hopefully on the other side of of COVID, of Kunye, on the other side of COVID, hoping to find us in community as well. So mm-hmm. um, gathering in person to move and to meditate and to have more meaningful conversations like this one. Thank you for listening today. I really hope this brought new insights and value for you. Your support is welcomed and very much appreciated. By just taking two minutes, you can simply subscribe, rate, and review, which will then give others the opportunity to be part of the conversation. For more inspiring content, you can follow us at thrive underscore living, T-H-R-Y-V-E underscore living. My DMs are always open. I love connecting with the community, whether it's just to say hi or if you needed any form of support in motherhood or business, I'm here. Until next time.